Welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Great to have all of you tune us in, turn us on. We are here with Christine Clark. Okay, so what I love... So I've gotten to know Christine over the last couple of months. And one of the things, here's what I want to say. You know how you know when you meet somebody that's in their zone of creation? What starts to happen is they show up and they have this brilliant coaching platform called Forging a Life. And the truth in the creation of Katana, truths in creation of Katana, and we'll maybe touch upon that so you see where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. But when you look at her, when you think about her life, self-employment, coaching platform, entrepreneurial lifestyle, a speaker, a trainer, and we then look <laughs> at what she has done to create a platform that we can actually understand, like forging, mm-hmm. and then to use, um, I don't know if I'm going to, the phases of what it means to forge and create this katana, and you'll see this in her background. Today's show is about this work of creation. Do you believe you are? And if you believe you're a work of creation, do you believe that you can shape yourself? Or do you believe that you're a victim of the environment? Mm. Do you believe mm. you have what it takes to get fired up and move forward or step backwards? You, yeah, you got to believe. You got to believe that you I are just, a work of creation. Absolutely. Oh and that's really where I want to start because I haven't always believed that mm-hmm. in myself. Um, but I did get tapped on a shoulder at an early age, which helped me believe. And I want to start the conversation about that. And you said it best. What does that mean for us to say to our listeners, you got to believe? Absolutely. You know, we are, we are a work of creation. We are in it. If you're engaging, um, with life, if you're engaging with your business, uh, you're in the process. You're in the process, and um, I understand what you were just said about not always believing that. Yeah, I've gone back over the last oh at least four weeks, maybe six weeks, trying to revamp some of my content and get it down to the core. You know what? What's my message? And there's a lot of days where it just doesn't feel like it's happening. And we think, what's wrong? You know, what, where did I, did I lose my mojo? Um, but no, you just have to stick with it. You have to continue to believe and stay in the work. Yeah. You know, I, I, one of the things that I'm really uh, clear about in being able to chat with you over these months and really part of today is there's a level of truth, Right. When we're talking about forging and we're talking about the art of forging a katana, by the way, let's tell people that what is behind you is a katana. Right. Yeah, for for those that don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and they can listen to previous shows because we talk about how you made that or how it is made. Um, right. 
let's talk about where to begin. Because a lot of people say, great, I believe. Now, where do I begin? Well, here's the initial forging. When's that going to happen, Christine? How does it happen? It, it already happened, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, right. Yeah. When I, we're, you know, initially we're drawn out, you know, and what we want to do and, you know, initially is we have to understand what shaped us, you know, what, what happens. Because um, as small children, you know, we imprint on what's around us. And our only reference is, um, I did this. I made this happen. You know, and then we take verbatim what's happening around us. This is how parents are. This is how moms are. This is how families operate until we get out in the world and we get some more reference. And we talk about the formative years and that formative is true because we do get instilled in us behaviors that are instinctual. Um, our uniqueness as an individual is shaped in multiple unfathomable ways. And as we grow and get into adulthood, sometimes we have to take a look at where did this come from? And is this working for me? Or why do I have these things? Um, our oldest child, who is now 21, used to, um, he used to ask permission. He'd ask permission to have whatever's in the refrigerator. He'd ask permission to have whatever was around. Things that we as a family just knew that like, you're part of the family. <laughs> you can have this. And we don't know, you know, where that came from, but it was, you know, deeply attached and it was instinctual for him. And he has grown out of that. But I've been thinking about where did that come from? And I remember as a parent, once leaving him in a bassinet, he, when he was an infant, laid him down to take a nap. It was a gorgeous, beautiful spring day. I went outside to do some yard work. And I wasn't gone maybe 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes tops. I come back in and he is wailing, red in the face, hysteric. And I pick him up and I hold on to him and I comfort him. And I don't know if that really had an impact, but that's what happens to us when we experience something as when we have no other reference. And then it instills pieces of us that may or may not serve us, like for him, asking permission for everything. Does that, you know, can I connect the dots directly? Probably not, but that is how things work. Um, and then you have to recognize, you know, what our reflexes are and what's helping us, what's not, and how can we change that? How can we go back and rewrite, you know, some of that stuff that happened before we were even aware? You know, I love uh, uh, all the things we've talked about because a couple of shows ago, there was sort of this aha moment for me. And I want to talk to you about it because it directly re relates to what we're talking about today with the work of creation. Um, here's the thing that I'd love for you to talk about, right? Um, it is this. There is a part of knowing ourselves where even after, let's say, let's say, Christine, let's say what happens we take a step forward and we think, OMG, I wish I could take that back, right? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think you've done that, but I think I've Not done today. it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Jacob's done it, maybe Benny's done it. But you, you just do it, whether it's a word, whether it's an emotional reaction, you take it and you wish you can get it back. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we go through like, we do that and we don't even see it. 
to wish we would have taken it back. Right. Talk right. to us about this knowing ourselves, because if we know ourselves, we may be able to make an adjustment to the blade. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's what you just talked about, being able to say something or put something out there wishing you could retract it. That's the moment when we can have awareness because everything starts with awareness. You have to be able to see what's going on in order to make a shift and change. And once you have seen it, you have to be willing to do the work to shift or change that creation. When you're, when you're working with steel, and, and I'm just gonna keep referencing this because I think it's the coolest thing. But using this, we have beautiful, beautiful steel in our minds. Mm -hmm. Our minds, if we were to look at our minds as just this flexible, yet strong, yet perfect thing to shape, just like the blade. There are things we can do to either make meaning, change meaning, revise meaning, and create new stories. Can you talk to that? Because, see, I think in my life, if I think about the stories kind of I conjured up when I was in my teenage years, mm -hmm. boy, oh boy, I'm lucky to be, in, <laughs> be alive today. Talk about that because that is so important. Absolutely. You know, the initial shaping that happens to us is a combination of um, our environment, our brain processes, and our inner child, the way that the operating manual goes, and it all creates judgments and stories for us. And we learn these things and they become embodied and then we don't even know that they're happening until we get some awareness, until something happens. And, you know, if you get too close to the fire, you're going to get burned. That's a good lesson to know and it's a good one to hold on to. But there's other things that are embodied in us that are not serving us, like getting overly stressed out. I mean, when I was in direct sales, I would go out and um, I was so stressed prior to going out to do a party because everything had to be perfect. I had to have everything in place. Had a friend come in and visit me from out of state. We were going to go do a party at my stepmom's house and I'm getting ready and my friend says Christine breathe <laughs> just take a breath and breathe and it was that moment where I realized how strung out I was and I was so caught up in the perfectionism rather than the fun of going out and doing this work and it was that piece that brought the awareness that I was able to then shift my perspective and grow a little bit and let go of this idea that I have to show up a certain way and I can just be myself. But it takes being in it and it takes having the awareness and then choosing to do something with that. Wow. I want to take a short break because when we come back, I think what we're going to be talking about is one of the most critical points, I think, in the body of work that you do. And it is that idea of forward motion. But what does this mean to be looking inside the curve? 
what yeah. happens in that process, that right. pre curve? What is Where that about? Goes. <laughs> well, well, am, am I making a katana or am I making a fork? Let's right. take a short break. But before we do, how do people find out about you? Let's give them your website. Yeah, people can find me at sunglowtransformation.com. Um, I am also on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, all under Sunglow Transformation. It's easy. Live in your path. When we come back, everybody, we'll be right back. The finder of lost things, exploring your superpowers of trust, healing, and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. When my brother Christian went missing, I completely denied my grief we can either transform and transition or we can stay stagnant this podcast will uncover the process that christian and i went on to find the lost things him and to find the parts of me that were missing and there's things that are missing in you that prevent you from letting go whether it's a person a dream a lifestyle that process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and, and integrating them. That's where you get your sustainable transition that will carry on. Tune in every Monday at 9am Pacific on transformationtalkradio.com. You can find me at hannahvelton.online. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into the Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering way to live, work, and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? Then it's time to become Toxic Person Proof. Join Toxic Relationship Specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Pat. Hey, are you loving Shades of Spirit Radio? Well, mark your calendars. Shades of Spirit goes live in a new time spot every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Yeah, you heard that right. Psychic medium Jamie and spirit walker Nicole. 5 p.m. every Wednesday. Live readings, giveaways, oracle cards, and lots of fun. So be there. Call into the show at 1-800-930-2819 and visit ShadesOfSpirit.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. So great to have all of you tune in. Work of Creation with Christine Clark joining me here today. Uh, for those of you that are just tuning in, go to sunglowtransformation.com. Everything about uh, Christine is there, her coaching program, what she does to help people, how to forge a life 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are talking about truths in the creation of katana. And if you look at Christine, when we pop her on the video, you'll see the katanas behind her. What we're going to be talking about now is so important. It's so important. It is the thing that either helps us move forward or not. And right. I can talk from my own life experience. You know, so let's talk about living our, our path, but living our path and forward motion. Sometimes they are like oil and vinegar. (laughs) (laughs) Better known as Italian dressing. Right, right. Yeah, because um, in that second step of the katana, after it's drawn out, it's put into a pre-curve and it's planned out. And then you're on the path to creating a katana. But the problem with that is that there, nothing ever survives implementation. You have all the plans, you have the idea of what, what you're doing, and then you have to go and do it. And sometimes it goes smoothly and sometimes um, you get obstacles put in the way or, or people throw curveballs at you. And um, you have to stay on the path, on the curve and live it so that you can get things straightened out. You're going to show us something. I am. I'm going to show you. Let, let's, let's do it. Jacob's going to get you up here. We're going to, and you're going to tell us what this is, because I have to tell you that I have, I have been feeling over the last month or so, like one of the points on this, but mm-hmm. take it away. Show us this because right in the background, just move your head a little bit. I want people to see that katana. Right. Finished, shiny, beautiful, put together. It starts out drawn out and then it gets a a curve and this is the katana in the pre-curve and the weird thing about this is this the underside the inside of the curve is what actually becomes the edge and so as you put the edge on not the outside inside no no the inside of the curve becomes the edge and this piece you think well there's a point that should you know but no as you put the edge on, this all chain transforms and becomes the point. But that makes sense because it is the inside of us. Right. It is the inside of us right. that creates the edge. It's going to be a sharp edge. We're going to be able to slide through it. It's going to not mm-hmm. be a sharp edge. It's going to be a damaged edge. It's the inside of us. It's the inside of us. You yeah. have to do the inside work. And the cool thing about the pre-curve and the working is as you engage, as you do the work, yes, you're gonna figure out new strategies. You're gonna figure out new ways of doing it. You get to be creative. And as you are doing these pieces, you're also changing who you are inside. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the only way to get there is to engage it, to do the work and put that edge on. You know, I want to ask you about, I want to talk about a couple of things here uh, for a minute. Um, Learning. I talk about learning. I talk about life Mm -hmm. lessons. I've been talking about it. I broke down in the earlier show talking about my sister and what I, what she reminds me of today. She passed on way too young. Um, But I'm really struck by the fact that I'm now absorbing and learning some of the lessons from her. Um, I want to ask you in this stage, sometimes it feels like we cannot learn a single thing. Like I'm standing on the edge of that, you know, like during the break, Mm -hmm. you put that thing on top of the blade. Right. right? And you said, that's, that's us. I think you said, that's me. And I think I feel like that. 
um, where I'm not moving. I can't see like where I'm going. Tell us about how this becomes our greatest learning. Right. Because when you're on the curve and you're doing the work and that's you and you're looking forward and the curves down and away from you, you cannot see the path. Even if you've planned it all out, you know the plan's there, but you can't see it. And you have to step in and you have to implement and you have to do the work somewhat in faith, believing that you can accomplish what you want to get. And as you do the work, a little bit more gets to be seen. And sometimes we're at this point where it feels like we're hammering away and we're not getting, we don't get to see anything for, more forward. It, it's blank out there. We're looking, staring out into space and thinking, where am I and how do I get where I want to go? Because we're doing the work and we're not feeling like we're getting anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm really struck by is what you showed us. Hold that up again, if you don't mind. I don't know if you still have it. Okay. That is... This is a phase we're looking at in right. the creation of Katana. It's also uh, represents our own creation. And behind you represents a final. The finished product, right. The finished product. Mm -hmm. How, <laughs> and so I know that if you've made a million of these, right, mm -hmm. you know that you're going to get something. But in life, when we are at that place, it's hard for us to hold the faith that even if I don't see it, I am going to be able to adapt. I'm going to be able to change. I'm right. going to be able dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And doing the work is where your greatest learning is going to happen. And you're going to get self-knowledge from doing that inner work. You're going to get insights from your actions and from your outcomes. And only by sticking with it and repeating the process and staying in the work do you get what you want um i do i do some pulpit supply in my area i'm a lay speaker and so every so often somebody calls and says hey can you fill in this past sunday um i went ahead and i said yes and i i was i filled pulpit and led worship but what happened to me last sunday was that I felt that the message went from my head down into my body and it shifted. And what happened was that I was getting really good at blending the messages of self-development because I'm a life coach and this is what I do and able to connect it with themes that work inside the structure of the church. And quite honestly, Pat, I enjoy speaking, but sometimes these two pieces were very difficult to meld. And this last time it worked and I was able to have a message that combined both of these. And I felt like I was sharing what was important to me, or I was being my most honest, real self in this. Yeah. Now I've been filling in off and on for years. And this time it clicked. So that's what happens. You have to keep showing up and going back. If it's something you enjoy, if it's something that you want to do and you have to keep doing the work, eventually it'll click. And that's doing that work on that pre-curve 
and eventually you'll see a little bit further down the path and something will fall into place and it's like ah, yeah okay and then you keep going you know um as I was getting ready to do this show with you and I was thinking about this, um, I was thinking about how many times, you know, that I could think of, the things that came to mind where I was in this stage, right? Uh, and here recently, I find myself in this stage. Right. For a lot of reasons. Um, and sometimes, sometimes things happen, for example, and we are in this stage and we are at the point where we are either going to respond in a way that says, yes, I can fix this, I can adjust this, mm -hmm. or I just feel the agony of defeat. Uh, and you talk about insights from actions and outcomes. And right. I just wanna drive that home for a minute because even if a disaster is on the verge of happening, there might be an insight that would help us in the future, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You get to learn and you, know, you learn more from, from the crashes and from, from the burn than you do when things go smoothly. And yes, you can learn more about processes and um, technical understandings, but nothing compares to the self-empowerment that occurs when you learn about yourself when you are challenged, when you have to meet your fears, when you have to face those demons that say, I don't know what's going to go on, or I think this is all going to blow up. And those are the parts that reach down into our core. And yeah, can question, we can question, do I have what it takes? When you stay with the work, you're going to find out, yes, you do. And there's nothing like that, please. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a short break because when we come back, that's what we're going to talk about next. You know, how often have we used the word grind? <laughs> yeah, I'm in a daily grind. Yeah. Mm, grind. Yep. Just grinding away at this. Just grinding away. Just yep. grind. But what if your grinding could produce a beautiful katana that's behind Christine? Mm -hmm. What if you could see that the grinding is not for naught. It is for that pathway we talked about in initial forging. Mm -hmm. Even if you're feeling like you're grinding and you're just chasing your tail, Christine Clark is gonna take us on that journey because that's what she does. She helps people forge a life. We're gonna take a short break, we'll be right back. Are you feeling the complexity of life? Do you feel that urge to step into something greater? Tune in to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com to discover what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself and knowing you nailed it. For more information about me, visit CarrieNail.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you live your best life. 
The Live the Good Life Show, connecting your physical and spiritual self every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Find Sabrina at the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. Tune in to the show, Heart Change Consciousness, with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. I thought, Benny, that, you know, since we're talking about the katana, oh, we're not talking about firing today or firing it up. I mm-hmm. thought you might have been playing burning down the house. Ah, <laughs> no, that. but that was a good you one. Know, that, a good I'm a one. little old school on that, but, oh, I love that song. It's so crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, everybody, look, I love what Christine Clark has done because I relate to these metaphors. Not everybody will, but I relate to this. And I've learned so much about the foraging process. You, you know, it's hard to think about our lives without saying, oh, wait a minute, I'm on the inside of the curve right here. This is what I'm looking at. That inside of the curve doesn't look like that's going to look like that thing over there. How do I keep the faith in that? Here's what I've learned about myself. I need a lot of help. I'm the type of person that has to have a number of different coaches because I made a commitment to myself and my team and the people mm-hmm. that I love that I, I want to show up as the best version of myself. And I can't always do that if it is just me that is trying to figure it out. And that's what this show is about. It's about getting support, coaching, help, because you deserve to have the life you want. And sometimes you've got to find the person that you line up with to say, wait a minute, I'm on the inside of the blade, but I got to tell you, that's not feeling like that's going to look like that. Christine Clark's here to help. How do we find out about you? How do we find out about your coaching and any other program you have? Because right now, people really need help. 
Absolutely, Pat. People can find me on my website, which is Sunglow Transformation. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook and hook up with me on LinkedIn also through Sunglow Transformation. On the website, um, there is the Get Glowing blog. Go ahead and read those and comment. We'll have a conversation. I work with people one-on-one, which is the most empowering connection that there is possible. I also do small groups, which I call masterminds, where we do some content, we have some accountability, we check in, and we keep ourselves moving forward and getting to where we want to go. I also do training and speaking, you can bring me to your people and uh, have a conversation or just uh, share some good inspiration. But those are the different ways that you can uh, connect with me on the website, there's a link to just click and say, hey, this is what I want to talk to you about, or I just want to have a conversation. You can book yourself a free coaching consult um, just to try it on for size and see if we're fit, maybe move you a step forward. All of that's available at sunglowtransformation.com. One of the things I want to really address and talk to is this next part, grinding. Anytime we hear the word grind or grinding, Mm-hmm. Uh, many people think, OMG, my dentist. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Other people yeah. are thinking, like I said to you, I grew up on the East Coast and my dad would be like the daily grind every day, daily grind, daily grind, mm-hmm. you know, so get on the subway, daily grind. But grinding is so important. And Absolutely. let's just blow the lid off this if we could. What is the purpose of grinding? And how can we change the perception of the outcome of grinding for folks today? Right. You know, grinding has a bad rap as something that's really hard, difficult. People talk about the grind when it's really tough. And the truth with grinding is that it is releasing what does not serve you. It's a smoothing out of the roller coaster of the bumps so that you can move forward faster so that you can have flow. And grinding is not the unhappiness of just being stuck and working hard and getting nowhere. Grinding is about freedom. Grinding is about letting go so that you can achieve your goals so that you can have some fun along the way. Um, We have problems. And sometimes we have problems because we choose to have problems and grinding is releasing. So if you're in a situation where you have a problem, you can remove yourself. You can talk, speak up and work something out, change it. Or you can decide that this is what it is. I can't change it. I don't have the means. So I'm going to accept it. And then let's just allow that this is what's going on Mm -hmm. and release the energy and quit just focusing on this piece. So if you're not willing to remove yourself or you're not willing to step in and do the work to shift what's going on, you can say, okay, this is what it is. I'm not going to put energy on it. All of those ways are, might be a little bit difficult, but when you do that, you get to smooth things out and not have the energy on it. You, they get that release. Yeah. 
You know, I, I had to, I, you, so here's the thing. I want to just throw this out to you and I'd love for you to comment. Um, I shared with you during the break that in I took the opportunity of COVID-19 to really replace two really bad knees that Benny and I talk about a lot because of our athletic, you know, childhood and so forth. Actually, we played, I played sports till way into my, you know, like just way too long. So I took this opportunity to do that. And what I didn't realize that in the middle of that, that after 14 years living in a just incredible place, which I counted on for my stability for the next 18 months, given what we're doing with the network, all of a sudden, the situation here changed mm -hmm. and the whole place has to be gutted out. So here's what happened. I grinded away at trying to find a new place. I had a deadline. I grinded away knowing that I had, you know, limited movement at the time. Every day I grinded away. Everything is online. I would try to apply for a place, it would be gone. I did it day after day after day for about, I'd say two months or eight weeks. And I got to that place you just said, that place where I looked at Linda and I looked at my own healing journey. I looked at what we're doing with the network and said, I am not going to grind away at this anymore. I'm not going to do it. I don't have the bandwidth to do it. But I didn't do it in a negative way. And I want you to talk. It was kind of like I said, look, universe, you probably have a better solution. I, I just don't want to put more effort in this. It will right. affect negatively the other things. Mm -hmm. Talk about that because what happened next was what you talked about. A miracle happened, right. but it wasn't going to happen. I don't think until I let go. Sometimes when we stop, we don't think we're moving forward. And that's what I want you to talk about. Yeah. It, we can be in the struggle. We can be in the grind. And then at some point you have to, or you don't have to, but you can choose to just let it go and leave it up to greater powers, knowing it's going to work out. And that energy of being able to step back and release and accept um, can be quite magical. It can be mm -hmm. wonderful, um, but it helps us even out the roller coaster ride. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of in one of these places along with you, Pat, because my mother is stepping into a phase of her life where she needs a lot more care. Wow. And so when she's been in and out of the hospital or health is up and down and learning to deal with what that looks like. And I've been in conversation with people around, you know, I'm having coffee with networking contacts and the phone rings and it's her. And it's like, I answer it because I don't want to not answer it. And then I realize that I'm feeling very short, very clipped, get it over with, get off the phone. And I was having all this irritation. Mm -hmm. And what happened was, instead of being in staying in this irritation of what's changed, what's different, I spoke to it. When I saw her next, I said, Hey, you know, I know in the last couple of times you've called, I've been, you know, kind of short. And Pat, she didn't even know. <laughs> she, you know, she said, you know, it's, it, it was fine. She said what she needed to say. We connect. Yes, I can do that. Um, we'll, you know, set a date fine. And I got off the phone and she wasn't feeling anything that I was feeling, but I was all wound up in it because 
I'm looking at what's down the road and how much more of this am I going to have to take? And I was up in the irritation, but mm. when I chose to just speak to it, it all evened out. And what I know is there's so much to be grateful for that I have siblings. So we're all doing this together. I'm not alone. So that, um, I'm, I can, because I, yeah. you know, I have the home-based business. I have more flexibility yeah. and every moment, um, is going to be precious because at some point I'm not going to have her, but that's, you know, that's part of that grinding and then being able to release it through some modality, you know? Yeah. You know, what you said is so important and it's, it's even, I find it even more important at this point in time in my life, given what's going on in the outside world. I, you know, this morning I got a text message from, um, a young woman that was going to come and clean the house on Friday after I'm all out of here. And you, you know how you hear things differently, just like you just said. Mm-hmm. And I get a text message from her that she and another member of the house she's staying in both have COVID. And so you could either listen to that and hear, oh my gosh, who's going to clean the house? Or you could hear it and say, oh my gosh, both of you, probably three of you. And fortunately, they've been taken out of where they're staying and put in a separate place. Mm -hmm. But just to hear that from her and here's what her response was. I get the text message. I'm so sorry, not going to be able to myself and another person in the house I'm living in. We both have COVID. They're taking us and then they're isolating us. And the next sentence was, and you know what the really good news is? They're putting us up at a lake house. How does it get any better than that? Now, this is from a person. Right, right. That's the response, right? Right. It doesn't matter if you're going to clean the house or not. And by the way, I don't even know why we're cleaning it. It's going to be gutted out (laughs) next week. It's like old school stuff, right? Cleaning Mm -hmm. what? They're going to gut it out. Mm -hmm. But But it's what, yeah, what are you looking at? And how are you helping yourself smooth things out? Are you choosing to look at what can't happen and what is happening and getting wound up and, you know, having that peaks and valley or you're saying wow look yeah i get this and that just smooths it out let's go ahead and skip the break christine because i want to talk about this next part i want to talk about you know the tie into that which obviously this person has this you are Mm -hmm. uniquely equipped trust your elements see in order to respond instead of oh my gosh there's like two maybe three of us all in the same house we all have covid dot 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 fill in the blank It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, they put us up in a lake house. How's it getting better than that? Let's talk about uniquely equipped, because that blade you showed us, that curve, Mm -hmm. that curve knows it's uniquely equipped. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, what's in the steel, what's in the billet, it has its elemental makeup, and it inherently holds value. And it's good for making the katana it's good for doing other things and we also have our inherent pieces that make us really good at managing and handling life and everything that gets thrown at us um 
that inherent value and being able to trust that are the huge things. And we can sometimes get caught up because, you know, steel is steel. It has its elements. It is going to do what it's going to do. And it quote unquote performs well when you manage it, when you handle it, when you work with it and according to its elements. And it doesn't perform well when it gets used for something it's not suited for. We have to be able to look at who we are and what our elements are and what's going on around us and say, I'm suited for this, this works for me. Um, I'm being used for a purpose that is an alignment with who I am and what I'm gonna be. Sometimes when things go sideways or rough, we think there's something wrong with me. Yeah. I'm not in alignment with what's going on. And that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we <No. all> <laughs> but it's, this is where coaching really comes in, Pat. Yeah. Because it's very, very difficult to be able to identify when is it just tough and I'm learning lessons and I'm growing and I should stay in the work. And when am I truly not in alignment with what's going on around me? And how do I figure that out? And that's where coaching gets really powerful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the, let me just ask ahead. you this right in the middle of that, because it's important. I want to stay with this. Um, if that katana, if that steel is forged too thin, like us, mm -hmm. if we spread ourselves too thin, if that blade gets worked so much, that it moves beyond that point where it's strong, where it's sharp. And, and that just could be my words. That could just be a couple of more bangs from the hammer right. mm -hmm. that creates that one place that will make that blade vulnerable. Right. That's what I hear you talking about, right? There is value mm -hmm. in the steel and we have to know what that value is and we have to know if we look at ourselves as that steel, we have to know that that one more strike might make us vulnerable. Right. And when a blade is vulnerable, other than decoration, not going to use it for very much. Isn't right. that the same thing we're talking about? Yeah, because if you go, you know, if you get stressed out, if you stay, you know, in a situation that's not conducive, that's not helpful mm -hmm. for you, and you can burn out, you can get thin, and then it makes you um, really susceptible to cracking and breaking. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and to be able to recognize when things have gone far enough or too far or yeah. getting there and step back is huge. Yeah. Because you can save yourself an awful lot of trouble um, if you don't take it all the way to the breaking point get back to something else you said and that is look this is a blade it has a purpose mm -hmm. what happens if you take that and use it for something else let me give you a specific example i'm one of these people that i'll look around me and say oh i could use that to lift or wedge or separate a nailed right. board and <laughs> yes. you stick it in between the two by fours that uh -huh. are nailed and you're mm -hmm. thinking i'm just gonna bend no right it's not meant no. for that isn't mm -hmm. that also a critical wisdom point for us to right. know, uh, no, 
No, you're uniquely equipped, but not to use your inner steel blade to lift a four-ton truck. Right, right. To be able to know what you're good at, where you're, where it's in alignment with you, and to stick with that, knowing that all of us have gifts and talents, and there's somebody else that probably has the right tool or is the right person for that, and we don't have to do it all. And you don't have to put yourself in situations where you're working against who you are to fit in or to accomplish something. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm reminded, Benny and I joke about this. I was reminded the other day I was packing and I came across my old softball glove, Benny, like ancient old softball glove. And Linda and I had a moment of exchange. One of the hardest things for me to realize, as much as I like to play a certain position on the field, I was not suited to do that. I was not suited to do that mm-hmm. um, for a lot of reasons. And when I had that realization, I had to be willing to accept where I was best suited for. Right. I'm short. I'm low mm-hmm. to the ground. I have a tremendous arm. I'm a great shortstop or third base. I'm a little slow in the outfield. I'm never going to get to the ball, <laughs> but I can throw it. Mm-hmm. So you know, isn't part of this is looking at it and accepting it. But at the same time, if I wanted to take, if I really wanted to play that, I would have probably had to work on dropping about 30 pounds in my youth and learning how to run. But I didn't, I accepted Mm -hmm. shortstop. Right. Yeah. And deciding what is worth going after (laughs) and and how hard you want to work to get, because you can, you know, if you're willing to do lose the weight and, and work on running and to be able to play that position. Great. If you um, weren't, then it's better to take something else and knowing um, in the steel, you know, what is it capable of what that steel? I'm thinking if you took copper and you hammered it out and made it, you know, the katana shape, it's going to look pretty. It can be shiny. It's going to have that, you know, glow, but you try and use it. It's like, Nope, it's going to, it's going to crumple. It's going to bend. It's going to, you know, it's too soft. It's not suited for that. And um, that's kind of what we, what we need to do to stay in alignment. Um, Yeah, please go ahead and talk about this. And also I want to make sure folks know how they can work with you because we don't want to get to the point of failure. We want to be able to recognize these things and then get some help. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, what I do is I work one-on-one with people. I work in small groups called masterminds. I do interactive training and I can, I also offer just speaking. All of this is meant to move you along, you know, make, get you along your path and help you recognize. And I want to talk about this alignment piece because sometimes we want to play that position. We want to show up and what's really happening is we are stepping into something that isn't quite in alignment with us. I had the opportunity to work with a um, kind of a big deal personal development company for a while. And I would show up and I would play full out and I would do the extra and really um, pour myself into it and repeatedly found that I was stressed out. I was um, exhausted and I kept thinking, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And what happened was eventually I got the answer. It's like, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. The way these people operate is not in alignment with who you are. 
And they had kind of a culture of chaos and a culture of not having clear communication and a culture of changing plans and, the, you know, like on the fly. And I'm kind of a steady Eddie. I like to know what the plan is. I like to follow the plan. And, you know, and it just was not a match. But because I thought that this was a good place to be and learn about self-development, I threw myself in there until the point where I figured out that I'm in the wrong place, that these are not my people. Mm. Fast forward to Transformation Talk Radio, where the culture is one of connection, where the culture is one of connect communication, collaboration. It's easy to talk to people. The plans are set, things flow, and you folks have a great way of you know, paying it forward. And they're, you're open to all the different ways of self-development. So yeah, Transformation Talk Radio, there really is something here for anyone that wants to learn to truly thrive. I cannot tell you how connected and in alignment I feel working with you folks because mm -hmm. you operate the way that works well with me and to be at home. And sometimes when we're in these places where we're working really hard, but it doesn't feel right and we keep tearing ourselves down, we might have to step back and look and say, hey, what's really going on? Maybe I'm trying to play outfield and, I'm, and it's just not working. And yeah. then you go and you find that place. It's like, here, shortstop, this works, yay. That's why I've gotten two knees that need to be replaced. <laughs> Just say thank you so much for your kind words, uh, Christine. Um, and thank you so much for all that you do. Uh, we are so needing help. People from all walks of life right now. And, you know, part of the confusion is we think we need to know what we need help in. But if, if people just pick up the phone and call you, that will be a guiding post. It will be the opening. Um, please tell them how to contact you and what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Yeah, um, you can contact me um, at sunglowtransformation.com. Click on the link, send me an email. We'll set up a conversation. You can book yourself into an appointment and have a conversation. Bring me to your people um, and we'll find out what is that piece that's missing? What is that piece that needs to shift and how we can get you there and through it? Um, I guess my closing message, Pat, is that we all need to be challenged in order to continue to evolve and grow. And in the processes of making a katana, it's work. And we have to do the work. We have to sweat a little bit. We have to get a little dirty. Um, because if you're not willing to do the work, you don't get to where that katana is finished. And for us, you know, when we're willing to roll up our sleeves, when we're willing to step in, then our victories are gonna be sweeter, our falls are gonna be shorter, and we're gonna to get to that place where we have that magnificent, highly functional work of art yeah. that is our lives. And yeah. it's just a matter of trusting yourself, trusting the process, finding the support you need to help you continue to stay in the game. And if you stay in it, you're gonna get there. Mm 